This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Angels, who are they? And when were they created? Why were they created? And how do they communicate with you and me? These questions and more are highlighted in my conversation with Father John Horgan, author of the book, His Angels at Our Side. This was interesting. I'm just going to leave it at that. Here it is, my conversation with Father John Horgan priest of the Archdiocese of Vancouver. You may have seen him on EWTN. Father John Horgan joins me. Hey, Father. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. What an interesting topic the angels are. Let's just get right to it. I've got a lot of questions here. We're just going to go rapid fire. You ready? Sure. You know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about here. First and foremost, for all of our listeners, what is an angel? An angel is a person, first of all. An angel is a person created by God at the beginning of creation who reflects in a very special way the majesty and the attributes of God. He has intellect, will, like human persons, but he has no body. He is an immortal being. He will continue for all eternity. And he is totally devoted to the working and the will of God, adoring God constantly with his whole being. And there are levels, choirs. Correct? Ah, well, yes. In the scriptures, we're told of the angels being grouped in choirs, which signifies their praise of God. A choir sings the praise of God. And because the angels are constantly adoring and praising God, they're given this grouping, this designation as choirs. Hmm. When were angels created? At the very beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, When God said, let there be light, he created the angels. Now, the fall, did that take place almost uh, simultaneously? The fall took place, yes, sometime very shortly after their creation. They were given the gift of free will, and God wanted them to serve him freely. So they had a trial of faith, a testing of their faith in God. For us human beings, our trial of faith lasts our whole life long. But for the angels, it was a single trial of faith. Hmm. Would they be obedient to the will of God? And this trial of faith, which is not described in detail in the scriptures, is usually thought by theologians to have involved in some way the uh, continuing plan of God to create the material world and for the word to unite himself to the material world. So in other words, the angels were asked to participate in, cooperate with the plan of God, and to worship the Word, perhaps, in human form. Mm. And this was why Lucifer rebelled, said, I will not serve, turned away from God, and took with him a third of the angels, roughly, from heaven. Can angels fall now? Can they rebel, turn their backs on God now? No, not at all. Once the angels remained faithful to God in that test of faith, then God revealed himself to them fully 
in what we humans would call the beatific vision. Hmm. So seeing the beauty and the truth and the goodness of God revealed in all its fullness, the angels can never look away. They can never choose anything else. They are fixed in that happiness, just as when we die and enter paradise, we are fixed in that happiness and goodness of God and can never fall out of heaven. Can Even we... though many TV shows and movies seem to tell the opposite thing, this, this is the truth of our faith. The angels cannot sin. They cannot lose heaven. How do angels communicate with me? Sometimes in the lives of the saints, we read about extraordinary messages and apparitions, but in every day, the angels are communicating with us through enlightenments, inspirations, and intuitions. An enlightenment would be when, an, when we receive the gift of understanding or appreciating better a truth of the faith, or we have a grace of union with God, where we feel his consolations, his presence, where we have a different, uh, more profound understanding of the scriptures or the Mass. An inspiration would be uh, the, uh, the gift of, of receiving the thought to do good, do something which is virtuous, to avoid a sin, to uh, do something which is, uh, in the external world, practical for our faith. And an intuition would be one of those moments in which suddenly we have an understanding of something practical, perhaps remembering where we left our car keys, or some other answer to prayer, which is a sign of the angel being near us, watching over us, directing us towards goodness and ultimately towards God. They're not omniscient like God, all-knowing. How do they hear my prayers? They hear our prayers in, that, uh, in as much as we're willing, uh, and in as much as we open our hearts and our souls to them. They certainly have a mission given them by God to direct us to what is good and true and holy. The angels uh, really have the responsibility of bringing us to the Holy Trinity. But if we want to to have their help in a particular personal way, then we have to foster that. We have to make them a part of our prayer life, a part of our spirituality, a part of our response to God. And to the degree that we can that we do that, then the angels can help to direct us to seeing things that we would otherwise overlook. Do you and, have have you always uh, had a devotion to the angels and the saints? I have. I have. I I was raised in a Catholic family that talked about the angels, and in the parish church that I attended as a boy, there were many images of the angels, not just decorating the walls of the church, but actually being part of all of the scenes of the life of Christ. So I began to understand that the angels had a role in our salvation. And also, my father was a police officer, and in those days, Catholic police officers, 30, 40, 50 years ago, uh, oftentimes wore medals of St. Michael the mm -hmm. Archangel as the patron saint of police officers and as a sign of devotion and asking his protection. So I had my dad's example as well in that regard. How can I cultivate a deeper devotion to the angels? When you get up in the morning and you say your morning prayers, invite your angel to join you in praising God. If you go to Mass, ask your angel to assist you in the Mass because the Mass is our sharing in the worship of the angels and the saints in heaven. When you go to communion, ask the angel to give you a gift of reverence and of faith and of joy in receiving the Eucharist. 
when you're going to talk to somebody, when you're going to meet a stranger, when you have some encounter at work, at, in business, ask your guardian angel to speak to the guardian angel of the person coming to see you so that you can be open, sensitive to that person's spiritual needs, so that you can communicate truth, so that in even ordinary conversation, you have a level of communication that is profound and personal. All of these are ways in which we can call upon the angels in our daily lives. Simply to ask for their presence when we pray helps us to be mindful of the presence of God, to put ourselves into the presence of God. And one of the prayers in that uh, thought that I recommend to people is to say the holy, holy, holy Mm. that we say at Mass. The prophet Isaiah heard the angels praying that throughout creation. And so if we call upon the angels to pray that prayer with us, then we can quiet our minds and our hearts and have a sense of the reverence and the awesomeness of God. That's one of the great gifts of the angels for us. They really help to reveal to us the majesty and the presence and the love of the Most Holy Trinity. Folks, get this book, His Angels at Our Side, Understanding Their Power in Our Souls and the World. Father John Horgan, really appreciate your time, Father, uh, that you spent with us today. SophiaInstitute.com is where you can get the book. Otherwise, Divine Treasures here in Des Moines. If they don't have it, they will order it for you. God bless you, Father John. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you and your audience. So there you have it, friends. The last part of that interview, how to cultivate a devotion to the angels, is gold. Love what he said about asking for their intercession in Mass especially. And get his book. Get his book. Big thanks to Father John Horgan, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting them to take part in the show. Visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is is by holiness, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.